listening to Dear Adult Daughter, a podcast for women who want to be the leaders in the relationship they have with their mothers, women who want to go first. And my name is Karen C.L. Anderson, and today I'm going to answer a question from a reader about wanting revenge. So this uh, person wrote and said, I realized recently that I have carried around so much anger at my mother that it turned into revenge. I wanted revenge for what she did to me as a child. She was so critical and judgmental, so controlling and verbally abusive, and I was terrified of her. I became angry and full of hate. I wanted revenge for what she did to me. I was so focused on her, I never saw the level of anger growing in me. I wanted to hurt her the way she hurt me, but I never saw what carrying so much anger was doing to me. My health and life were a mess. I haven't spoken to her in four years. Probably not a bad thing for either of us, as I couldn't see what I was doing. I would love to hear your thoughts and figured there might be others who could benefit as well. Dear Adult Daughter, I remember my mother telling me that she wanted to make her mother suffer. I remember her telling me that she wanted to write to the guy who wrote a flattering article about her father in the New York Times and tell him the real story. I remember her saying that she didn't think she could take hearing people say nice things about her father at his funeral, so she didn't go. She didn't come to see her mother before she died either nor did she want to be a part of the small family gathering we had afterwards. I remember thinking that I was better than her, somehow more evolved. And yet, one day there I was wishing I could tie my mother to a chair, place duct tape over her mouth, and scream and snarl at her and tell her all the ways that she had hurt me. And there was another day that I was hurling rocks into Long Island Sound, wishing I could hurl them at her instead. I remember how hurt and angry I was when she told me in an email at the end of 2010 that she was disappointed in the person that I had become. And and that was at a time when I was happier and more successful than I'd ever been. And so I cut her out of my life for good. And then a few days later, my father died unexpectedly. And you'll have to excuse my cat meowing in the background. Yeah, my father died a few days after I'd cut my mother out of my life. At the time, I thought it was for good. And just for context, my parents were divorced in 1965, so there was really no connection between the two of them at that point. But when he died... uh, I've got this cat, I'm sorry. Come here, kitty, kitty. Maybe she'll be quiet. (laughs) Maybe she won't. I don't want to stop this podcast, so I'm going to lift her up and hold her while I do this. Come here. Okay. So, a few days after I cut my mother out of my life, my father died unexpectedly. And I grieved. I howled. I sobbed uncontrollably for days and weeks and months. No, not all the time. I mean, I also went about my life and did the normal things too, but 
When a wave hit, I would ride it. And just before I started to write this, I had been watching a module in Dr. Gabor Matei's Wisdom of Trauma course. And he said, quoting child development expert and psychologist Gordon Neufeld, quote, you shall be saved in an ocean of tears. And it wasn't until I read that that I wondered, did the grief that I felt and processed for the loss of my father help me process the long-standing simmering and often suppressed anger that I felt at my mother? Was that the gift of his death? Anyway, my whole point here is that you are far, far, far from alone. Anger, wanting revenge, wanting to hurt her or to make her suffer is normal when you've experienced what you've experienced. There are generations of us who, when we were infants and toddlers, quote unquote, chose attachment over authenticity for good reason. When I say choose, you know, I don't mean we chose it consciously. Our nervous systems did. That's what babies do is we, we need to be attached and to belong. And so we will do that in order to be taken care of right? And it becomes a pattern. We choose belonging over authenticity. Authenticity is what allows us to feel and express healthy anger in the moment and then let it go. It's our fierce no. But for many of us, authenticity wasn't safe. It wasn't safe for my mother or her mother. And it probably wasn't safe for for you or your mother either. It hasn't been safe for so many people. That's why we're all walking around terrified to say no and establish healthy boundaries. So there is no intellectual exercise to be done here. There's no thought work or mindset tool that will fix it because you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. Your body did exactly as it needed to do in order to protect you. And so all that's left is to let your body mourn and grieve Let yourself howl and cry like you did the day you were born. Let your lungs do their job. You are worth it. Much, much love, Karen. Mm